damn near motherfucker is swagger you fuck with me i know that for sure We live? We hot, 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 hot. Here I go, here I go. Ain't a nail motherfucker swagger can fuck with me. And I know that for sure. Never gets old. Never. Never gets old. I can't wait for Halloween this year. We're going to get a new one going. Oh, I'm going to dress up as uh, Dylan Claymore for Halloween. You're going to cut That's your knees off. Too tall. Oh, yeah. Too tall. True. Shirts are too loose. Yeah. You're going to get your knees cut off. A little too fat. Yeah. Might not work out. Skip leg day. Like every time. Oompa Loompa costume, maybe. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Here we go. Coming in hot today. Yeah. We, we're just picking on Dylan. Easy to pick on. We'll, we'll get some Dylan lookalike later on in the podcast. I like Ooh, it. Ooh, a little preview. A little, little preview. preview. So today, we have a special guest with us. Welcome to the studio. Victoria... Prospery is the MVP from last week. It's now time for the segment we've all been waiting for. It's the Swaggerette Guest of the Week. What do you have to say for yourself, Victoria? <laughs> you Hello. Sound, you sound like Hello. A, welcome you, to the show. Hey, I don't know how many of y'all Hello. have been arrested and had to face fucking charge before. I have a couple times. And you just sound <laughs> like the judge. Like when I would go up to fucking Barbera, the judge, and, well, <laughs> Mr. DeLon, what do you have to say for yourself? Like, so fucking, uh, like, finite. I don't know. Okay, He's abrasive well, over there. I'll, I'll take she's the guest on the show. Let's welcome him. <laughs> what do you have to say for yourself? I don't really consider myself intimidating. So whenever I say that, don't be intimidated. But I'll work on that. Hello, Victoria. Thank you for joining the show today. I appreciate you being here. You could have been anywhere in the world, but you're here with us, and we appreciate that. How are you doing? That's much better. Great, Nicholas. Great. Awesome. Well, let's talk about your team last week. You took a year off of Swagger, and then you came back, and you drafted a pretty dang good team. Your quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, is a really good player, but he didn't have his best week last week. Y'all tired of me doing this shit? Yeah, All we right. are. All right, here we go. Harry. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Patrick Mahomes, quarterback. Look, he had a bad week last week, and you still with the MVP, so yeah. you got some uh, low-hanging fruit there. Raheem Mostert, I give you props for starting him. Mustard. I have him in three leagues and did not start him in one. I was like, dang, she got a really good running back. Well, guess who our second running back is? Christian McCaffrey. Boom. So let me read this this lineup to you guys. And she, look, she killed it last week. With some of the, the people she started, I would have never started, but she did, and she smacked it. All right, Patrick Mahomes, Raheem Mostert, 28 points. Christian McCaffrey, 28 points. Calvin Ridley, 36 points. DK Metcalf, 19 points. Gallup was your lowest scoring player last week. Jerry a, Judy, 9 that's points. That's a solid lineup. You got to remember, though. 
She drafted in a it's how many people? Twelve. Twelve personally. Twelve personally, man, that's rough. I like picking in them top three spots. I mean, you obviously must have had the one the one seed. Yeah, I had first pick. Yeah, so with McCaffrey, right? But so she came probably McCaffrey and then got Mahomes all the way back at number one mm-hmm. for the twenty fourth pick. Yeah. So. Um, and she got Saints defense. She started, and they scored 26 points last week. Whoop, whoop. And she's got Benny Snell on the bench waiting to click into this week's roster. So Damn. pretty dang good. Pretty dang good team you got there. <laughs> well, A darn you. tooting time we're having today, <laughs> fellas. Anyway, so uh, what do you have to say about your team? Did you? How did you prepare for your draft this year? Um, well, you know, I'm married to John Prospery, so probably the a week before draft, if he talked to me, it was only about fantasy football. Do you have a Quizlet set up that you had to go through and select who, who's the yeah. best player yeah, out of like these? Yeah, yeah flashcards. Flashcards, yeah. Practically. Yeah. <laughs> Hey, well, tell us more about that. Hey, that's pretty much just, that's pretty <laughs> much that just, kind of role play. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> tell us more about the fantasy role play. <laughs> I'll save that for later. Okay. Well, get her a beer. Uh, <laughs> anyway, so look, um, obviously you got a good team. We're, we're glad to have you back in Swaggerhead after taking a year off. And uh, kind of, but kind of yeah. glad. Thanks for welcoming back, Gort. <laughs> the girls aren't too happy about it, but um, I'm sure you are. So, with that being said, let's ask us some questions, guys. Y'all got us some questions? I do. I have a question. Douglas has a question. John was on the podcast, first ever podcast last year. Thane wasn't there. No, I was not. How did, how did John fare out after being on the podcast, first guest on the podcast last year? Look, John had a good team last year, but the, every was, one of his players got hurt. Yeah, either hurt or suspended, I think. <laughs> so, Christian McCaffrey's going to get hurt. Patty Mahomes going to get hurt. I'm actually very nervous about that. The curse of I the podcast. I love that I'm MVP, but it's scary when you start off at the top because I feel like There's all only I can one do way to go. is go down. Look, look, Thane and I started at the top last year. Oh, yeah. We just stayed there the yeah. whole year. Now y'all just rotate on top of each other. We'll talk about that I'm, later. I'm sitting in your dining room, Courtney. <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> He's right here. <laughs> so I don't guess, talk bad about so it. So your question is, is there such thing as a swag cast curse? And do yeah. you believe in it? We got the Madden curse. We got the swagger curse. Let's hope there isn't a curse. But yeah, I'm a little nervous about that. Yeah, that would suck for us if there is. Because I kind of might have told John last year that he was starting off good and he better shut his mouth because it might not work out for him. And then, Man, he, I remember him on the podcast. He was talking about all these things he had. You got to look at this. Got to look at the snap count. Got to look oh, at yeah. You yeah. want to know what I looked at zero times last year? Snap count. Snap count. <laughs> Never once look, looked at it. Look, I give him his props. He's like, yeah, I don't want to give y'all too much advice, but I look at the snap count. I look at it, what day of the week is on. I look at the color of their jerseys. I look with how many, what letter of the alphabet their name starts with. And then I put it into a matrix and boom. Fancy football champion. Can we have a poker uh, poker game with John? <laughs> <laughs> you can, yeah. He's not bluffing, I promise you. He's a tight ass. <laughs> All right, what about some questions? What you got there, Nick? All right, Vic, my question for you is, uh, I'm thinking about refinancing my house. I'm uh, all feels kind of in a shitty position, and uh, I can't pay my bill. And uh, <laughs> LaFouche Parish taxes just went way up, and I'm broke as fuck. And we're about to be in quarantine again, so <laughs> nobody's making money. Yeah, so uh, I need to save some money so I can uh, eat. So, uh, what's my uh, interest rate on a 15-year fix right now? So, first of all, Nicholas, if you need to save some money so you can eat, you need to take a 30-year, not a 15-year. Yeah, but I like equity. Yeah, well, your equity don't do you shit. <laughs> <laughs> Y'all got any uh, 60 years? 
I want to pay $200 a month. <laughs> what would be like the dude that goes to the core sales and is like, I don't give a shit what it costs. I just want to pay $200 a month for 47 years with a 37% interest rate. Give me that what you 60. Got? Yeah. Give me that 60 year loan. <laughs> yeah, for that you might want to try one of those uh, predatory lending uh, centers. Dude, predatory. Now, now that you say that, yeah. there was a message in a group message I went back and forth yesterday. It was pretty funny. Mike Abear was accused of running a uh, scheme in Swagger Franchise. That's why he's been kicking everybody's butt, right? And the comment by, I think John made it, and he said, yeah, Mike, yeah, you're trying to help us out. And he's like, Mike's like, I'm, I'm a good guy. I try to give people that they need, and then I just take a little bit in return. I said, <laughs> if you're a good guy, then those guys at the uh, Fast Cash, $300 on a payday loan. Fast tax. Fast cash or fast tax. Yeah, they give you... They give you three hundred dollars with seventy two percent interest. That's you right. got to pay back in a look. You got to be in a bad situation. I see. You see those signs. I was like, you can borrow up to five hundred to a thousand dollars today. Today, and they got a four hundred credit scope. What? Obviously, you never done meth before. Because <laughs> yeah. sometimes you just need a little cash. You ever suck Speaking dick for of that coke? Sixty year term. <laughs> no sixty year. I heard that you lose weight when you do that. So I'm just saying. Sixty. I, I like my note to be about fifty bucks. <laughs> I just want okay, to pay $50. So I think moving on, Vic, my question to you is, what was your favorite part about the Swaggerette draft? Favorite part? Um, probably Crystal taking extra shots, even <laughs> though she didn't even need the shot, and then she was wasted for her own draft. Uh, she was pretty entertaining. I think, I think Chuck took a page out of her playbook. Yeah. <laughs> I know. I wasn't there for that one. I missed that. Chuck said, whatever, whatever Crystal did, that's what I'm going to do on the Swagger Day. <laughs> Something but it was about fun. our brother in laws. How about look, um Krista was hilarious and I agree with you. Swagger Ed Drive was fun. I mean, uh I can't wait for Rebecca Adams to win MVP so she can come over here and talk in a British accent well, for we, about three quarters of a session. We did make a pact that if Rebecca ever wins MVP, we're doing her whole segment. All the hosts are gonna speak with British accents the whole time. Hello. Hello, Gavna. <laughs> Cheerio. <That'd be> awesome. <laughs> Top of the morning to you, missus. It's going to be excellent. Anyway, it's not about her right now. It's about Victoria. Well, Victoria, we're back to being the Mr. Nice Guy non-intimidating. So congratulations on winning a great week, being the MVP for the first week of the year, and uh, winning a couple of dollars. So hopefully we get to see you again. I want a couple of dollars. Y'all don't get paid weekly high points? We sure don't. No, we don't. Well, then you, you should have joined, you like. joined the boys' league. Is all I can tell you. <laughs> you got you got to talk to that swanky ass commissioner over there. Look, well, y'all made the, the rules, not me. If it's up to me, everybody pay the same amount in every league, so I know the rules because I don't know all the damn rules because there's so many different rules. Anyway, all right, God. moving on. How you gonna do this week? I think I'm looking pretty good because uh, Amy sat some nice points on her bench. Cream Hunt. Yep. So, so you, should you play in uh, twenty something points on her bench right wow. now? Amy yeah. Ashton. Talking about Doctor Ashton. Yeah. Yeah. She made a comment about that. She had two touchdowns on the bench last night. Come on, Doc. Tighten up. Can't get overread a bad uh, starters either, huh? Yeah. And last week she sat um, Aaron Rodgers, which was a which was a, a dumb move. And then this week she's already starting off with some bad moves. So could be bad. So I'm hoping she's got a lot more. Let's go around the table yeah. and take a shot at Amy Sorry, real quick. Amy. <laughs> Amy, I think you're going to win this week. Oh. Hey, watch it. <laughs> Y'all going to both be one. Amy lost last week. Right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So, so y'all going to both come out of this week be one and one? Be looking good. What you got to say about that, I will be wrong. I got you back, you Doc. be wrong. I ain't, I ain't taking a shot at Amy. She does good work for me and my family, so, I, you know. Look, I think <laughs> I, I think Victoria and Amy are both going to outscore Courtney, just for the record. Ooh. Factual information. Next up, Swagger News. Get music. Ladies and gentlemen, can I please have your attention? I've just been handed an urgent and horrifying news story. And I need all of you to stop what you're doing and listen. Here's some other great town names. Latitz. It's Lititz. Once it's turned on, the sign will spell out Deli Cat Essen. If you'll remember, last year he was dealing with a bulging dick, disc issue rather in his lower back. It's now time for the Swagger News Update. Brought to you by Commissioner Nicholas Lichtenstein. Welcome to Swagger News for Week 1. Let's start off in the Swagger League. This, this week's MVP was Corey Adams, a.k.a. Gump's IUD Slayers. He put up an impressive week this week, taking down all the entire Swagger League with a 200-plus point uh, performance. Our LVP this week, y'all remember who it is? Y'all know who it is? Y'all Red. Red, red wine. <laughs> Me and you wasn't far off, I need some. I need some auto-tune in this <laughs> Followed bitch. by Nick and thing. <laughs> hey, shut up. Uh, anyway, Cody Cortez, Ginger Ninja, was our last place finisher this week. Uh, when I say last place, I mean he came out dead last out of 40 people. <laughs> it wasn't me. It was him. Good job, Red. So let's talk about the power rankings real quick. Gump's IUD Slayers, number one. Lilik My Balls, number two. That's his common name. Yeah. Swaggers come beat me. Rick, Ricky Araby, number three. So that's your top three of the power rings. Let's talk about the last place race. I will tell you, Jared Lasser, your name is not on this list. <laughs> yeah, it is but not. Two out of the four last place place finishers right now are on the podcast with you. <laughs> <laughs> right now, Ginger Ninja is the last place finisher, followed by No Neil Claymore, which that was uh we kind of we kind of forecasted that gonna happen. <laughs> Yes, we do. Next after that is Nick Ross the boss, and after that is Greenbrier Curse. So um, a tight race. Way to pull I'm glad up. I, I'm glad I suck, but I'm glad you suck with me. It makes it a lot easier for this podcast. <laughs> yeah. So what do you got to say about yourself there, thing? Hey, high five for the sucky teams. Yeah. <laughs> so so we rode high last year. Me and you, you and Nick going ride at the bottom of the battle all year. That's I it. Know. I hope not. I'm at trying to call my way out. I yeah. did get uh I did get uh some good waiver wire pickups to replace Cam Akers with a great pick on Cam Akers. <laughs> anyway, that's neither here nor there. He's gonna go off though. You're guaranteed forty for points a, a week. He, he's getting there, week. baby. He's gonna grow. He's gonna grow. <laughs> Look at Burrow. His second game was a lot better than his first one. Cam Akers about to do work. He's gonna be on my bench, but he's about to do work. Anyway, moving to Swaggerette, you guys know that the MVP this week was Vic in a Box, a.k.a. Victoria Prospery. She uh, she came with it this week, and uh, hopefully she continues to not have a Swaggercast curse. LVP this week was Turf Titty, Crystal Fields. Can't imagine. Turf Titty, uh, like Victoria said, had a lot of fun at the draft, and she got pissed drunk. Unfortunately for her, she drafted for somebody else first, and then... By the time she was pissed drunk, she drafted for herself, and obviously she was really drunk. She probably did about somewhere between 15 to 20 um, <laughs> shots, so her team uh, didn't break 100. <laughs> God damn. Jesus. Under 100? Neither did mine. So, oh, fuck. well, I wasn't going to throw you under the bus in this particular section, but getting there. <laughs> anyway, standings. Vic is number one, but Haley, Haley is the top of the division as well. She is... 
Um, as you know, she was in the second place game last year, and she was in the third place game last the year before. So she's she's kind of hanging at the top for the last couple of years. So maybe this is her year. But Vic has something else to say about that. Uh, newcomer Princess of Hell Air leads the Michael Thomas division, and Gold Digger leads the Alvin Kamara division. So power rankings look like Vic in the box one, pigskins and pom poms two, trophy wife Matt Email's wife three, last place is Turf Titty, and second to last place is. Swag on the play, according to Lichtenstein. So <laughs> apparently Lichtensteins need to renew their uh, premiums with fancy football guys with a different uh, organization because our cheat sheets suck. <laughs> anyway, moving on <laughs> to Swaglock. Swaglock this week, it hurts me to say, uh, was MVP was Beauty and the Beast, the Go Bears. Um, the Go Bears had 24 points scored more than the next nearest person. So she, they put up a hell of a week with both of them scoring damn near 200 points. Uh, the LVP coming right in there in uh, midseason fashion is the Lichtensteins picking up right where we left off last year. <laughs> Good job, guys. So that being said, again, uh, football guys, you, you're sucking. I need to change my prescription services. Uh, His prescription services. Amy, you might be able to help him out with that. Standings this week was the Go Bears, number one, T-Bay's number two, emails, that's Vance and Asher email, number three. The Fields and Cortez making out the top five. Power rankings, of course, the Go Bears are number one. Moving on to Swagger Franchise. Guess who's the, the, guess who's the MVP in franchise? Don't answer this question. Any guess? No idea. Who won? Everything. For like the history of the league. Uh, yep, you got it right. Mike Aber. <laughs> Dude's looking Mike like a Hebert. fucking deer in the headlights over here. Mike Aber is the winner of this week and the winner of everything in the whole history of the world. So he won again this week. Started off hot. Our LVP was the big timers, Jeremy Ezel. So thank you, Jeremy, for sucking more than I did. Standings this week, Mike, Thane, Trep, and Travis, one, two, and three. Familiar faces on the top. Thane, that's what I was going to say. Thane was number two last year and number two start off this year. Thane did beat me this week by 11 points, 12 points, something like that. Yeah, something like that. So you're a bitch. Anyway, <laughs> power rankings, of course, they're going to be the same as the standings. Mike, then Thane, then Trep, and Travis. I'll also give a shout-out to my new co-commissioner. I did so bad that I decided to hire somebody to help me run this team. Uh, Jay Riche, no pressure, but you need to get your shit together and get this team back in the winning column. So <laughs> if you don't do it this week, you uh, owe me 50 bucks. Anyway, moving on to Swagger Jr. Listen to the Swagger Jr. cast if you don't. It's uh, it's pretty good this week. Trey Henninger, son, Easy Doves. Uh, excuse me, Trey Henninger. Yeah, his son, Chipper. <laughs> his son Chipper. All the heights are the same in the entire family, so I get confused sometimes. I don't know. Trey's starting to bring up the Rio there. Yeah. Yep. So Trey is uh, Trey's this week's MVP. He came on and did a little interview. He had a good time with Trey. Easy Doves is his team name, and he won the MVP this week. So tra- standings for the Swagger Junior League, Trey is number one. Reese Bernard is number two, and Emma Sava is number three. And, of course, the power rankings will be the same because this is the first week. And, finally, that brings us to Swagger Guillotine. Swagger Guillotine is that new league we talked about last time. If you come out last, you're out. Well, who came out last last week, Jared? Not me. Who came out last last week, Thane? Show as fuck wasn't me because I came out first, bitch. So, this past week, Jeremy Ezel, a.k.a. the Big Timers, was the first team eliminated in Swagger guillotine. So pop the bottles, Jeremy, because you're going to be fixing drinks at next year's league draft. So uh, I like a lot Make of ice stiff. in my drink. In Make a skirt. In a skirt. No, nah, I don't think we went that far. No. We had a vote on it. But no. he did lose, and he does have to pour up drinks. I like my drinks with a lot of ice. So uh, 
Get your uh, get your porn arms. He likes uh, more ice than liquor. He he did say he Dude. only pours up brown liquor too, so I'm ready for it. That's all I drink. I like a little yak, little yak. Bring it on. So listen, Jeremy's teams gets dropped, right? That's how it works. Whoever's last, their team gets dropped, and they can watch what's going on, but they can't do anything else for the rest of the year. On his team, he had Derrick Henry, Russell Wilson, Cooper Cup, Malcolm Brown. He was not on his team. That was a free agent. But um, the reason I bring up Malcolm Brown, Malcolm Brown was uh, – Given a $62 bid. So every team gets $1,000 to spend for the whole year on free agents. It's not like any other league in Swagger where whoever's first gets the first pick and so on and so forth. It's a blind draw, a blind bid. So anybody that wants to try to pick up a player just puts in their best bid, and whoever's the highest gets the player. Malcolm Brown commanded $62 of a $1,000 budget this week. The reason I tell you all that, Derrick Henry, Russell Wilson, Cooper Cup, which came from Easy's team, look, I put a bid in for Derrick Henry of $276. I was like, somebody's going to bid $275. I'm bid $276. I'm super smart, right? Uh, did you put a bid in for Derrick Henry? I did not. You didn't? Nope. I know you didn't because you didn't hide your picks from the commissioner. Uh, <laughs> Fucking dumbass. <laughs> also, uh, Stephen Menard, I, I, I wanted to bid $67 for Robert Kelly because you didn't hide your picks from the commissioner either. <laughs> and I wanted to do it just to be a dick, and then I was going to drop him next week, but I need my $67. So... Y- y'all make sure y'all hiding y'all commissioner bid, um, bids from the commissioner because I will go in there and look at it and I'll bid you by $1. Luckily for you, Stephen, I have a great heart and I'm not that guy this week. Maybe next week I might have a rough week and make change. The powers of the commissioner right Any- here. Anyway, look, Derek Henry had bids of 400 Help me out with this thing. You looked at the numbers. What were the top bids for <laughs> Derek Henry? One, well, the second one was 500 and something. Look, I, I, I bid five thirty-seven. I think I, I got him. So, yeah, with that, that's absolutely right. I bid two seventy-six. I was like, damn, this is overpaying. But I, I, I really need a running back because I drafted Cam Akers like first overall. Um, Thane bids five hundred and thirty-seven dollars. So fifty-three point seven percent of his Whoop. total budget. So he said, "Fuck it, I need some new shoes, baby." And he threw down the whole pile. Then he doubled down. <laughs> Then he went with Russell Wilson. He paid three hundred and twenty dollars. So this motherfucker spent eight hundred and fifty-seven dollars on two players in the first week. Blew his whole wad. Blew everything. I'm sitting on fucking Chrome's nine, oh boy. <laughs> Till he breaks his leg next week, and then you got forty-two dollars in a, a bag of dice to throw down. Uh, yeah, be starting Brandon Ayuk at quarterback or some yeah. shit. <laughs> I, look, I I think I overpaid for Cooper Cup. I didn't go back to look to see what kind of bids they had in Cooper Cup. Do you notice that? I, I bid $126 on Cooper, which is a little high because he's, yeah. he's probably a top 15 receiver. But, again, I needed a good wide receiver because my team sucks. And, then, again, this is a 16-person league. So, thing now you got a really good running back, a really good quarterback yeah. to go along with your other really good person because you finished last last week and you doubled down and now you got the best two players that were available. So, yep. look, it ain't about where you finish at each week. It just matter if you don't finish last. So. Yeah. You might have that bye week coming up, and you finish last, and then all those players you spend a billion dollars on, I might be able to pick them up for $22 and a roast beef pool boy from Blake's. Yeah, unlikely. So we'll see what happens. I'm going to win that shit. And that is your Swagger News for this week. All right, next up we're going to go over the Swagger and Swaggerette. So just like last year, we're going to match up the best three Swaggers versus the best three Swaggerettes and see how they compete against each other. This week, uh, Gump's IUD Slayers was an MVP in Swagger, and Vic in the Box was a Swaggerette MVP. Unfortunately for Vic, she lost uh, 208 to 195, so that's a point for Swagger. Boop! All right, moving on to number two. Lalik My Balls played Pigskins and Pompons. Lalik My Balls scored 204, and Pigskins and Pompons scored 178, another point for Swagger. Boop! 
Swagger's Come Beat Me was the number three game, and he would have been matched up to Trophy Wife. Trophy Wife scored 178. Swagger's Come Beat Me scored 199. 3-0 for Swagger this week. Boop. Ding, 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 I'm ding, saying ding, it's rigged. You rigged that. I'm sorry. It's like mailing ballots. Well, Rig. all I can say is y'all need to try harder. So that's your Swagger versus Swaggerette for this Coming week. Coming from the person that's in the loser Flex on him. Flex on him. Old trash-ass team he got over there. All right, well, make the most of... stupid-ass bitch. Make the most of your podcast. Do them bottom three. See where he's still staying. Still at the bottom. Make the most of your podcast, parents, because this will be your last one, motherfucker. (laughs) (laughs) Next up, we're going to take you with Thane and bring in the Saints in 60 seconds. Who that? I keep dropping the ball. I keep dropping the ball. Brian Mill might have fallen under the 10-yard line. Placement kicked by Hartley, and it is, and it's good, it's good, it's good. Pigs have flown, hell is frozen over. The Saints are on their way to the Super Bowl. And now it's time for Saints in 60 seconds. Your New Orleans Saints soundly took care of business last week by beating the Tampa Bay Buccaneers by a score of 34-23. The Saints offense took a while to get going, but the Saints defense made Tom Brady and the New Look Bucks offense look silly all afternoon, tallying up three sacks and two interceptions. The Saints now will shift their focus to the Las Vegas Raiders for a Monday night football matchup in prime time. The Raiders are 1-0 and coming off a win against the Carolina Panthers. The lights will be bright on Monday night as the Raiders will cut the ribbon and play for the first time in their shiny new $2 billion Roomba, also known as Allegiant Stadium. All right, well, them Saints. How about them Saints? Who that? What we going to do? How about them Saints? Remember last week? Hold on, before we get our picks. Yeah. Uh, somebody picked against the Saints last week. I did. Lose by a field goal. Didn't work out for me. Open, bro. Your, open your ears, kids. Open bro. your ears, kids. Thing, thing, do me a favor real quick and put that bra in there. Bruh. Bruh. Chop that, put that. All right. Got it. Look, I told y'all that, going back real quick, I told y'all that Tampa Bay um, wasn't a real deal. I still don't think they're the real deal. Oh, man. Come on. Tampa Bay is going to beat Bay's the pants off okay. of everybody. They're going to be okay. Okay, we'll see. Are the 49ers for real? Are Tampa Bay for real? It was a dream fucking matchup for Uh, the Saints, man. Catching them week one like that. All right, well, let's stop living in the past. Let's go to this week. What you got? 37-17 Saints whipped that ass. Hey, the thing to look out for, I went back and looked at the game. Listen, the Saints, their offense got a slow start. The defense fucking balled out, man. What about Malcolm Roach, this fucking undrafted free agent coming out of nowhere? Who is that? Dude, he he was fucking going off beating Tom Brady up up and down the field like Nickel State played played Nickel State. Where did he come from? Well, he be getting he be, he was raiding yeah. the quarterback. Like, Probably played for a small school like Florida yeah, State Texas or something. Southern man, maybe Florida State. I don't know. He was raiding the quarterback. He's he rid and all that man. It looked great. This defense looked like they got the shit together. You know, I don't love uh, Malcolm Jenkins, but fuck, he did. Pro Football Focus had him rated, I think, as a top safety last week. He was lined up all over the place. Yeah, I mean, dude, who's, they look good. Who's the best defensive player on the Saints team right now? Say it together. One, two, three. Cam Jordan. That's not what I was going to say. I was going to say Demario Davis. Fuck. 
He just got paid too, and he fucking balled out. Dude, Demario is insane. Look, Cam Cam is a disruption every single play. Yeah, every play. But most of the time he's getting double teamed. But Demario Davis is a beast. Um, I'm going with you, Thane. I'm. I think the Saints are going to win 31-21 against the Raiders and and open up the Raiders two billion dollar stadium with the loss. So. Yeah. How about you, uh, Fontaine? You picked loss last week. What you got this week? Well, you know, since you guys are so great at picking it, I tried to, to be even with y'all, but I'm going to get the Saints up 38-17. All right, Vic, how about you? What you got the Saints doing? Well, of course I got the Saints for a win, and I think I'm going to go with you. I think 31-21 is a good matchup. You're just trying to suck up so you can come back to the podcast after I mean, that shitty so. comment. I'd like man. to be invited back to the Lichtenstein household one day. I mean, I pick against the Saints all the time, and I keep coming back. So, And you're always wrong, my wrong. No, it wasn't about picking wrong. It was about that little smarky-ass comment she made last segment. But that's neither near nor there. So <laughs> moving about. on. So is, are we hitting an over on that? Or what, what's, what's that Over's game marked at right now? 59 and a half, I don't know. I but next up mm. is Nasty Nine dimes. dimes. What a fucking segue. Before I ever ran a casino or got myself blown up, Ace Rothstein was a hell of a handicapper. I can tell you that. I was so good that whenever I bet, I could change the odds for every bookmaker in the country. I'm serious. I had it down so cold. Ladies and gentlemen, it's now time for Nasty Nate's Nasty Nine Dimes. It doesn't matter if you're wagering a unit or your 401k balance. Nasty Nate will give you the inside track. This segment is for entertainment purposes only. You guys are in for a treat today. We have Nasty Nine Dimes live. In the fucking flesh. In the studio, baby. Coming this week. You know. I redeem myself. He said, you know what, after last week, we coming hot this week, and we're going to come, I'm coming in person to show y'all what I'm working with this no, week. No, he, he just came to fucking collect money. He's like, <laughs> y'all want to book these best motherfuckers, I'm coming to get the cash. All right, so we're going to bounce back with a strong Sunday this week. We're going to start off with the dog of the day. Pretty confident in this pick. We're going to take Minnesota plus three. Home dog? Ooh. On the road. On the road. Who they playing? At Indianapolis. Who they playing? Oh, Indy. Indy. Damn, boy, you got some Choke. big balls. Philip Rivers can't throw no more. He's done. He got Looks deep washed. threats. That's all he got. Yeah. That's all he got. We're going to take them three points. You can take the money line, too, if you want to win a little extra. Because that's where it's at. That's a little line y'all heard. That sounds savory. That's a little extra. That, that's a little extra. He usually charges you for that one, but uh, he's going to get yeah. to you for free. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's the freebie this week for last week. Make some money back. The next one on the board. I mean, you almost got to take them every week. It's going to be the Kansas City Chiefs at minus eight and a half. They had the Chargers. Chargers got a good defense, but offense, not so strong. I think Kansas City going to pull out this win 31-17-ish. Uh, Tyrod Taylor can't score with Mahomes. Mahomes is going to come back strong this week. Probably around the 320, three touchdowns, Clyde another 100-yard day. Ooh. 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 You like that, huh? That's just in case you want a little taste of He's some of them prop bets. Rush, rush a little bit stronger than Dalvin Cook, but we'll get on that later. Not as good as Cam Akers, though. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not if you're not betting with the Chiefs all week, all oh, season, man. you're stupid. They scored they score too much. They, I mean, the defense is just good enough. Offense way too much. Nate, powerful. do you think – I have to go back and look, but I think it was the 11 Saints team – uh, where I mean, they just they beat the books every week. Like oh. Vegas could not 
call. And if you like, remember, LSU was the same way too. That's right. South last Louisiana year. bookies got a beat down. So you feel like uh, the Chiefs are, are kind of in that category this year? Yeah, NFL lines don't usually sway too big. The Just favorites aren't them. always. You know, if you get a two touchdown favorite in the NFL, that's a lot. It's huge, yeah. And they about there or over every game on the board. Yeah, make that money. Make that make money, that baby. Money. The next one we're gonna go with Buffalo minus five and a half at Miami. I, they got high hopes on Buffalo this year. Some of them talking about winning the division finally. Touchdown. I don't know if Miami can hang with them. No. Six points. I think that's pretty easy. They're gonna uh, like a twenty-four ten game. Ooh. It's, yeah. It's gonna be. I like it. Be pretty low. Good defensive game. The fourth one on the board. Ooh. I haven't talked about it already. This is going to be the Monday night showdown. Saints are only a five-and-a-half-point favorite. Only, he said. Mm-hmm. Only five-and-a-half-point favorite. And that could sway a couple of points depending on what actually happens with Michael Thomas. They say he's feeling – Feeling good, baby. They say he's feeling good. So, if he plays, I mean, they wax him by three touchdowns. Nice. If he doesn't, if he doesn't play, that five-and-a-half is going to get a little closer. Saints are going to be on the ground a lot. Um but I don't think defense is too strong. I agree they, with um, you. I fully endorse very this. Very underrated. It kind of goes back to the Chiefs game. I, I just don't think Las Vegas could score with the Saints or on the Saints. So you think the Saints, Saints defense is good fantasy play this week? Very good. But they are 45 games in a row without a 100-yard rusher. That's their best piece. Yeah, I was about to say that. Uh, that's – 45 games in a row without a 100-yard rusher. So, we That's take, very, we take Brandon Jacobs uh, – not Brandon Jacobs. <laughs> we take Josh Jacobs out the game, and we, yeah, you, we yeah, got to lick. Can, you can sit him. No, their only chance is Rugg scoring a couple Which, of long You think Hunter Renthro was going to catch the ball over yeah. uh, Lattimore? No. I, I went through and looked at uh, their defense suit today just to, you know, to see the stats from last week, their box score from last week against Carolina. Like, I don't, I don't even recognize hardly any of the names. They gave 34 but, points to Carolina. Yeah, um, Look, this is the first time in a decade we can say the defense is better than the offense. Nah. Think about it. You agree with that, Nate? I don't know. No, but I believe it's the first time in a decade you could say the defense. I don't know if y'all saw our quarterback last game. week, but he looked awful. No, it'd be and our right. defense looked amazing. But but to your point though, you know, like we talked about a lot last year when we had the Tom Brady Drew Brees debates and all. Tom always had a top ten defense, if not a top five defense. And it's like you give Drew Brees, even in you know the the waning part of his career, a fucking top five defense. I mean, come on, man. The Saints are gonna fucking be good. They're gonna bust that ass. It's gonna be an interesting year for sure. Yeah. Sweet. And so. that is your nasty nine dimes. He gave you the four leg parlay this week. Ooh, take it down. Ooh. With the side piece money line. Boy, might fucking throw that in for a five piece parlay. All right, let's roll up and see what we got wrong. Very rarely do our hosts or guests say anything incorrect or inconsistent with the truth. But when it does happen, we are obligated to bring it to the listener's attention. Next up, what we got wrong. All right, we're going to start and follow that nasty nine dimes with his dimes from last week. Them dimes wasn't too shiny last week. <laughs> More like no, nickels. they were not. He went 0-3. Oh, 
Oh, and three. I had to sell a pair of 94 Jordans just to fucking pay my debt off for last week, man. <laughs> That's why you were cutting the grass. You couldn't pay your yeah. lawn care guy. Long, couldn't afford them. Couldn't afford fucking weed. Nasty feet. none. Could That's why I Christ. figured I'd come live this week to show y'all how right. confident I am in these pits. That's good. Couldn't said, afford, I'm going to step up right here. <laughs> couldn't afford weed and feed either, apparently, with all them no, weeds. No. Definitely not. We ain't taking it that serious. All right. Continuing on, our Saints record. Yours truly went 0-1. Nick and Thane both picked correctly, so they are... 1-0 on the season. Do I get a bonus point for being the closest? Because technically I was the closest to the score when he took that Camara touchdown back. No, Camara touchdown, I'd, I'd have had a pretty damn You're right. Close. Thane was 42-20. Yeah. Nick was 28-20. And I was nine points away. I think you were 10 or 11. Yeah. Continuing on to our locks. Nick said Christian McCaffrey was going to have 100-plus yards in a TD. That is an L. He went 96 yards and two touchdowns. Missed it by that much. So close. Yet Can we so trade one of the touchdowns in for four yards? I mean, damn. Should be, right? I don't know. I'm still giving you an L because you, you were adamant about the 100 plus. I Had you said, if you said he had 100 yards, I'd have been like, okay, you know what? We're no, good. You wouldn't have. We're good. No, you but did he We're specify good. rushing or did he say all purpose? Or he, he said didn't? he was going to have 100 rushing yards, mm. if I remember correctly. We can go back and look yeah. at it, but I, he still. I say we put that wow. on pending. He pending, had to stick his foot point. in his mouth just like I did. We could pin that. Off no. too much. I just I put one finger in my mouth. You stuck like both legs in a. Yeah. So so on to thing right because he gave us he gave us the house right he was like bet gave, your house on this I right gave here. you like a plus twenty four thousand bet dude I mean, we get we'll give him a half you a point. Lost. we he, give him a half a point he, he was one of them dudes in the club trying to take one of them bitches home promising the world and then he showed up with. Anyway, Crystal Burger. Back to you. I live in the country club. I'm a, I'm going to med school. Yeah. Girl, I'm about to break you off. <laughs> yeah, we'll give him a half a point, right? So I said Leonard Fournette was going to have 80 plus total. Was he at the game? He did not show up. He had 29 total yards. <laughs> so that is an L for yours truly. For that Hall of Fame Tampa Bay team y'all keep talking about. Three seed. We'll see. Let's keep this shit flowing, and let's get in our locks. Them locks. Ladies and gentlemen, it's time for the Swagger Podcast Locks of the Week. All right. Nick, give us your lock. All right, my lock of the week this week. Look, I... The lead up to it a little bit. Uh, who was the number one quarterback last week? Was it Rodgers or Wilson? Ron, I would hmm. Rodgers. I think Rodgers. Okay, so is Rodgers? Maybe I don't know. I don't know the answer to that question. But R- Wilson was up there. Yeah, big time. Yeah, so he my, did well for my me. lock says that Josh Allen. That's my boy. Josh Allen will outscore Russell Wilson this week. Oh, in fantasy points. Oh. Or well, Wilson's facing the New England Patriots, right? Nick's ready to go S- and two on his locks. <laughs> well, we'll see. But yeah. I think I really think that Josh Allen, I ain't going to put a number. I really feel like he's going to be more than 10, but I'm not going to go out and say that because I don't want to lose. I don't want to come I like that Josh close. Allen, man. That kid but Josh Allen will outscore Russell Wilson this week. That is insane, Nicholas. Dane, what you got? So looking at a little insider trading information on the New Orleans Saints from last week. Looking at those snap counts. Oh, you were looking like at the snap Like old Uncle John does. I did look at them. It's just trash. Well, I went back and looked at them because I kept seeing the same thing seem like occurring over and over. And we know that the Saints like to run the heavy set. 
talked about this last year in the podcast. They like to run the extra tackle in there. They didn't have Cesar Ruiz last week, which is going to be their center, right? He will be playing this week. But they didn't have they didn't do a lot of the tackle eligible plays last week. What they did a lot of or more than I expected was running the three tight end set, which they were running Troutman, uh, uh, Cook, who obviously had a great game, and old faithful Josh Hill, mm-hmm. right? Josh Hill had a pretty good uh, amount of snaps last week. It depends, I think, if Michael Thomas plays or not, but I think either way, especially if he doesn't play, though, I'm still going to call him my lock. I'm going to say Josh Hill – is going to go for 70 yards and a touchdown against the Raiders. I was pretty close to – I really want to go out on a limb and, and give it to my boy Troutman because I think he may even have a touchdown. He's That guy's going to be sneaky good. He's going to get some snaps again this week. But I'm going to go with Josh Hill this week. Did Troutman catch the ball last week? He did not, but he was in on 10% of the offensive snaps. Did Josh Hill catch the ball last week? I don't think so. So you're going from no catches and no yards to 70 and well, a touchdown. The thing about it is Josh Hill, he averages about five touchdowns every year. Like, he, he gets it. I mean, he gets two, 300 yards a year, five touchdowns. You know, I, I, hey, I'm going with it this week. Let's this go. Josh Hill, baby. To Josh Hill. Buffalo Trace. That's what you said last week, motherfucker. And I guaranteed a fucking deal for Kamara, a two touchdowns, a rushing and receiving. Come on, let's go. And a portrait and a pear tree. But either way, you lost. He lost. So what you got, Kamara? Came uh, up a little short. Host? All right. I got to go with the Saints. And I'm going to pick Drew. He's going to have four touchdowns, Two. 350 yards. Three of them rushing. Love 350 it. yards. So we know, we know one's going to Trotman and one's going to Hill. Right. There we go, baby. Kamara's going to get go. one. And then Buffalo Trace <laughs> is going to get one. 350 with four touchdowns? Ooh, wow, that'd be a good bounce back game for him. That would, that would be nice. Put it in your pipe and smoke it. Let's he go. can't throw the ball more than 10 yards. If I tell you it's yeah. Easter, die your fucking eggs. <laughs> if I tell you a duck and pull a truck, you hook that hoe up. Let's go. <laughs> What's your lock, Aunt Vic? All right, so I'm going to keep it uh, in the fam with our LSU chair in here. Yep, Since she's you gone. love never, LSU, Nick. Never coming back. LSU. <laughs> My husband would be proud. He took a finger in the booty. So I give Joe Burrow, I mean, he started off rough. He has a shitty offensive line, but he still did pretty good for a rookie. He sure did. Just to give you a little fun fact. Ooh, thanks. According to some, Boop. I don't know, some site I found. <laughs> He had 37 completions last night. I mean, it was out of 61, but still, it was 37. 61, dude took his shoulder pads, all that his arm the came off with him. in the game by a rookie in the NFL. No shit. Did you know that? Schooling us today on Did the Swagger Podcast. Did I don't know, know if, you, if you know this. It's called locks. We don't give a fuck about shit that happened already. <laughs> so go ahead. Stay tuned, fellas. So I think this week, I think he's still going to put it up. I think he's still going to maybe get two <laughs> passing touchdowns. Joe Burrow? Yeah. <laughs> he had three touch, touchdowns last know, night. So I'm going to give him two for next week. Okay. Damn, I'll she's making it work hard. Like we'll, we'll go a week ahead. Let's go. Right, well, Shane's a little. Uh, just when you can't get any stupider, you totally redeem yourself. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah. looks like we got to wait. Right. We got to wait till uh, September 97 <laughs> to get uh, Vic's lock. But I appreciate that, Vic. <laughs> okay, right after the election, we'll know if that one came true or not. <laughs> yeah, let you know in 2021 after the vaccine. 
So Vic says that Burrow is going to throw for two touchdowns against the Eagles in week three. So we'll have to follow up on that in, um, on our next podcast. So we'll see how she did. My bad. Or actually the one after that. So week four yeah. podcast. She she gave her lock, and it's going to be for the last season, the last game of the season. All so right, guys. Y'all can shut up now. <laughs> Fuck all of y'all. Yeah. Yes. I like yeah. it. I like it. She said Bring enough's it. enough. The, gla- the, the gloves are off, baby. All right, what's next? Next up, we have our lookalike game. So we got our MVP, Corey Adams, right? We got some looks like. Corey Adams looks like the type of guy to go to a Mexican restaurant with his two kids and his wife, Jessica, and at the end say, well, kiddos, ready to vamanos? Vamanos. Fiesta, fiesta. I got one. Corey Adams looks like the guy who does makeup for all the models on Project Runway. (laughs) No, fuck that. Corey Adams looks like the guy while on his lunch break goes to the public library and he reads a Babar the Elephant book to the kids at story hour. (laughs) How about Vic? Let's do some of Vic for she's right. MVP. Vic looks like the girl that would be mad when you call her Vic and she would correct you that her name is actually Victoria Marie Laparouse Prosper. That's a lot of fucking names. That's a big ass fucking name. I think that Victoria looks like the girl who douses you with Estee Lauder at Dillard's. <laughs> would you like to try to leave, leave you smelling like a fucking French door? Smelling like a French door. Trying to go to Foot Locker and buy you some fucking shoes, man. I smell like old grandma by the time you leave. I got one that says, Vic looks like the spoiled schoolgirl, Catholic schoolgirl, that her dad bought her a brand new Range Rover on her 16th birthday with a big red bow and gives it to her. <laughs> A.K.A. a spoiled little bitch. FYI, I went to public school. <laughs> what you got, Vic? Vic, what you got? All right, since Turf Titties talked so much shit this week, I had to talk about her. Crystal looks like the FedEx driver that just pulls up and throws your fucking packages out the door. Yeah, I had Crystal looks like the chick on a construction site that sees you slacking. And when she rides past you on the gator, she hollers, Hey, tighten the fuck up, hand! <laughs> Get out of here! No. Come on! No, Crystal looks like the chick that wears a, a welding hat backwards into the side while she's cooking some eggs on the stove. <laughs> One of our listeners, Coach, said, Y'all got, I, I can't wait till y'all doing to me. Coach looks like the Dollar General version of Mr. Clean. Mr. Almost Clean. <laughs> Fabuloso, motherfucker. <laughs> Mr. Almost Clean. How about, look, uh, Red came out last. We need to do a few about Red. Yeah. What you got on Red? Though? Man, Red looks like the first runner up in a Tuscaloosa yodeling contest for his rendition of Wee Doggies. <laughs> Fucking redneck. He just blew all his fucking speakers <laughs> up. <laughs> Look, I asked Red to turn one in, um, and this is what he came up with. He goes, I don't know him really well, so I hope he doesn't do this to me, but with all the tattoos, Dustin Concier looks like the person you would ask to hurt somebody for you. 
Say, bro, I give you a Benjamin to walk over that motherfucker over there and choke that motherfucker till he turns blue and then release him. And as soon as he gets his color back, choke that motherfucker again, you hurt. <laughs> he goes, sorry, Dustin, for the tattoo profile. Please don't choke me out. And Fucking you, profiling. He said, if you want to, though, I put on 40 pounds since high school and I'm still fast as fuck with the added weight, so you won't even catch me now, motherfucker. The ginger ninja. Sign the ginger ninja. So, so Jason went into podcast look like. He said... Nate looked like most of the figures on the It's a Small World ride in Disney. <laughs> he ain't lying. Speaking of small, Courtney wrote, Dylan Claymore looks like the Webster's Dictionary definition of medium. Chris Yuse looks like a guy that's been to more than two 311 concerts. <laughs> oh, man. Oh, God. It's well, true, though. God, it's so true. I got another one. Troy Uze looks like the guy that overly excited raises his hand to volunteer for the Indiana Jones stunt spectacular at Disney World. <laughs> Ricky Araby looks like he was an assistant roadie for Aerosmith in 1982. <laughs> he also looks like he's got four pairs of barbecue New Balances. <laughs> he also, Uncle Ricky looks like the Arabian that just opened a new 7-Eleven that sells cigarettes to underage kids. <laughs> Nate Nakin looks like Ray Finkel. <laughs> Finkel and Ironhorn. Ironhorn and Finkel. Nate, you got any? You need a mic? <laughs> Give him that mic, Jared. Give him that mic. Give him a fucking mic. Give him that mic. You got one? He got one on his mind. I can see oh, it. Oh, he got it on his mind. He just wanted to respond to it. Ricky Avery looks like he split time in the 80s playing stunt double for Ron Jeremy, <laughs> selling drugs to the girls at a Boston concert. <laughs> Troy Uze looks like the guy you meet at a Trump rally and he uncomfortably gives you a tight bro hug, asks for your number, and says, We're in this together, bro. Trep Lombard looks like the guy you catch at Walgreens browsing an adult pleasure section and when he makes eye contact with you, he winks. <laughs> you know that's a fact, though. All right. Our lookalike game for the week. I hope y'all enjoy. If you didn't, you suck at life. Please don't fucking sue us. <laughs> We'll let Corey Adams close out our looks like game, and here he is. He mails the type of guy you take to a playoff game, makes comments on every single beer you drink and how many calories is in it, while he chomps on his organic apple he had to sneak in in his crotch. All right, I'll listen to questions. You've got mail. Dude, this thing claims I have mail. It's amazing what we can do with computers these days. Dude, now I'm reading it. Listen, bro, I understand what you're saying, but I'm going to help them understand what you're saying. Basically, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, asking all them questions, asking all them questions, why you asking all them questions, making statements, uh, uh. Before we get to listening to questions this week, I know you, some of you guys saw my comment in the Swagger newsletter. Look, this doesn't work without you guys, so we need you to participate. It's simple. Just send in a question. Swagger, Swaggerette, it doesn't matter. We would love to hear from you and uh, make this this segment more popular. So, with that being said, we did get four questions this week. Question number one. Did Alvin Kamara get overpaid? No, not after I saw the breakdown of his contract details. They can cut bait with him 
with two years left. His like final deal is like twenty something million, or his final year is twenty something million. His cap hit next year is like fucking five million. I mean, Mickey Loomis is some Mickey Loomis shit. And I, I mean, come on, he was worth. I, I know y'all probably don't agree, but he I, learn, I thought he was close to. 15 he better learn million. how to run the ball. He's gonna Hopefully be all he, play, right. he plays some mad, Madden this week. He's worth five. I don't think he's. I don't think he lives out that contract. I think they fucking deal him or something before. I mean, you know, with maybe two years left or whatever. We'll get three more years out of him. I think he's worth five. Anyway, question number two: What, what y'all thoughts on the Saints after the season? Excuse me. What y'all thoughts on Saints this season after Week One? We kind of talked about that in swag, uh, swagger Saints in sixty. Excuse me. But uh, as a whole, give a record just off the top of your head. Thirteen and three again. I mean, last two years, thirteen and three. Come on, maybe maybe four losses on the season. Twelve and four. How about you, Vic? Thirteen and three. There we go. I like it. Well, I think the Vic. I think the Saints will do good next season. So I'm going to tell you what I think their record is going to be next season. <laughs> I'm going to punch that you. <laughs> Saints in, in 2025. Yeah. Tune in for our 2027 podcast. They're going to be ten and podcast. six in 2037. <laughs> you heard it here first, folks. Question number three: Who are the Super Bowl picks after Week One? For fantasy football in Swagger League. That was a question that came from Swagger League. Super Bowl picks. All right, I'm going with Matt Email and Nate Nakan in the Super Bowl. Just because Nate's here today and he threatened to beat me if I didn't say his name. Look, I'm, we're going to keep the shit going where two out of the three podcasts make it to the Super Bowl. It's going to look, start from the bottom. Now we're here, baby. Me and Hi, Mr. Bye. Nicholas Lichtenstein are going to come from the dregs, the fucking basement, the dregs of society, and power our way up that power ranking ladder, baby. Good luck we're going to do it. Good luck to you. It ain't happening. All right. Uh, I'm going to agree with Thing. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on to question number four. Wait, let me back up. Vic, who's going to win the Super Bowl in, uh, in Swaggerette? Not to put any pressure on you. Ask me about swagger. I was gonna say I didn't know, but just not you. Well, you you got a horse in the race, what, swagger. I, I, I appreciate that. And I, look, I get it. Who do you think is gonna win Swaggerette championship in three years? <laughs> Fuck you. I think Haley's gonna get it in Swaggerette though. Haley, Ooh. Haley, friend of the podcast. She's yeah, buying. She's building a new house. Like, was that a ploy to try to get her to finance it with Chase Bank? There you go. No. Question number four. Who'll be last place in Swagger League this year? I'm, I'm going with Thane. You last fucking place. asshole. I agree with that. <laughs> Look uh, at that dude's lineup, man. It's, it's bad. I, I picked up Malcolm Brown, man. Yeah, but my Malcolm Brown helping you. <laughs> I mean, that's like, putting a, that's like putting a Band-Aid on a fucking chainsaw cut uh, on your arm. Look, this is, this is easy. This is easy. Dylan Claymore, come on, man. Fuck <laughs> it. Look. Last place. Okay, nope. I'm changing my pick. <laughs> I'm going with Dylan too, with your <laughs> stupid ass. This dude piggybacking all my fucking picks today. Jesus Christ! Oh, wow. what's the what's the over under on feet or wins for for Dylan? What? <laughs> what the fuck are you asking? <laughs> These sound like when Douglas wants to rate the fucking uh, rate yeah. the rides at Disney World. <laughs> so shit. Is he, does rank your rank him. Whatever does he, he says. Does he have more height and feet or wins this season? Does he have uh, more the over and under four and four and a half, four and a quarter? <laughs> <laughs> is he? Can gonna, you get a quarter of a win? Uh, anyway, that's all the questions for this week. Under. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that is your Swagger Podcast. Hope you enjoyed it. If you stuck with us to the end, you are the real MVP. It was fun. I had a Fuck good time. Fuck you, Chipper. Who that? Yeah. Fuck you, Chipper. Yeah.
Chipper. Chipper. Get slew. No one wants your opinion. 